0: Hey, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So, today I'm going to be getting into a pretty niche category, I suppose, and that is talking about building a career into your 20s. But for those of you who are over the age of 29, of course, some of this might be helpful as well. But as someone who is now closer to 40 than they are to 20, I thought it would be really good to just share some advice and common career pitfalls, really, that a lot of people in their twenties tend to believe and are told by others that just aren't true so there are a lot of myths right lies and confusing statements out there and as I say what I really want to do is kind of debunk a few of these and focus on what does actually work so a few things that we're going to explore so one why following your passion is just terrible advice why you don't need to have it all figured out you could choose not to do something that you study 100 and you don't need to know what you'll do in the next five years so let's start this off by cracking into the uh, first one which is why following your passion is terrible advice so for me of all the thoughts that derailed me personally and seems really stupid now is that the need to follow your passion closely followed for me by another ill-conceived bit of advice that people always give on chasing happiness but we'll leave that for another podcast now i imagine at this point you probably think i'm crazy like you know why would i say this don't follow my passion 99% of the world says you must follow your passion let me explain that. this advice has been regurgitated so many times The problem with this advice is its lack of specificity. So if we all followed our passion and were highly skilled in those passions, the world would be incredibly unbalanced. The people who usually recommend this advice are typically in the 1% of careers. So like musicians, actors, CEOs, and people in those fields, that doesn't represent the 99% of our population. This is why such advice can be dangerous in the career game. So as someone who is a learning and performance strategist, I've spent the past two decades advising, mentoring, and coaching others in various stages of their career journey. And can you guess the most popular question to emerge all this time? It is, I don't know what I'm passionate about. But what I say to you is don't worry. I can reassure you that's absolutely fine. 99% of the world has no idea what they're passionate about especially when it comes to earning a living from it and that is a crucial point is actually earning a living from your passion so let me share an example to demonstrate this i'm passionate about keeping physically fit i've got my own garage gym i keep up to date with latest health insights and purchase products in this space although i'm passionate about this space i would be the worst personal trainer why simply because my skills don't fit that world. I am pretty introverted, so having to speak to other humans for more than two minutes already makes me feel exhausted. Passion doesn't predict what we're good at doing. We all have different passions. You may not label them as passions, yet they are things of interest to you. Generally, we love them because they're a break from our work. However, 99% of the time, trying to find a passion and make money from it is a bad idea. So please don't sit there trying to focus on, I need to be passionate about this or I can't do this in my career until I find out what my passion is. It's it's just not going to work. Yes, it does work for some, let's be real. But we have to treat these as outliers in the game of careers. If you want to build a rewarding career that might well turn into something you become passionate about, and bring moments of happiness, then I have a suggestion for you. And that is to dump passion and to do this instead. So we framed the problem. Now let's explore a solution. So what I want you to do, open up a a document, a Google Doc, a Word Doc, or grab a notebook, and write down the answers to these three questions. What am I great at and why? What do I enjoy and why? And then where is that combination most valued? So the purpose of this exercise is to think deeply about what you're good at and what gives you joy and to find the place where you can maximize those for the greatest return on your investment which is basically money purpose and of course happiness for me this is a far better use of your time and planning than trying to find your passion now the great fallacy of all this is our career doesn't need to be something which we're 100 percent passionate about no matter how passionate you might be about something we all have days where we hate what we do and we love what we do. Too many people are obsessed with finding their passion while friends and family pass them by building their own careers. Don't be that person. So to close out this section, I want to share with you one of my favorite quotes from an old mentor of mine, which is, true happiness beats in your chest. Work out what you like to do best and try to do more of that. Don't torture yourself, pondering the purpose of life. It's here, it's now, and it won't last forever so enjoy it. Okay, let's focus on our next point in this piece, which is all focus on why you don't need to have it all figured out, which is so, so true. So from a young age, society, I find, puts a stupid amount of pressure on us to figure out big life choices early. In our early school years, we're asked to choose the major subjects in which we'll study so we can progress to higher education. Then once we get to higher education, we're forced to figure out what we might want to do for the rest of our careers. I mean, is that pressure pretty much i don't know who came up with this system but to ask those under 18 what do you want to do for the rest of your lives and by the way you need to pick the subjects to study to get there right now absolutely crazy most of us at that time were trying to fight off our teenage hormones and all the drama that brings whilst juggling the latest popular netflix shows do you really think we have any idea what we want to do for the rest of our lives at that age? The truth of the matter is, you don't need to have it all figured out. You will find that very few people sit in a career for which they study. Again, outliers exist to this, but for the 99%, most of us will be doing a role that we're not educated for, and that's fine. When you pick your majors, college, or university in first job, you don't need to have it all figured out. Life is a crazy ride. Many things reveal themselves the deeper you go. Now as the famous Roosevelt quote goes... Do what you can with what you have where you are. I'm paraphrasing that a little bit, but you get the idea. So don't put pressure on yourself to have it figured all out. (laughs) Because in reality, no one does. We are all just trying to figure out what we should do next based on where we are today. And for most of us, that's not always so apparent in our twenties when you just start out. Our next point focuses on why you can detour from your degree and you don't have to do what you were educated for. So a lot of people, and honestly, I mean this, a lot of people don't end up in a career that has anything to do with their degree, but that's not a problem. People change, motivations change, and so will what you want to do long-term. There is nothing worse than studying a subject and then going to the actual thing to only find out it bores the hell out of you. And this happens, yet we have choices when this happens. Now, having spent my career with large retailers and technology companies in both the corporate and startup world, I've come across a lot of intelligent and well-educated people. Yet I find few who are in a career that their degree was designed for. That doesn't mean they failed. It just means we have a disconnection between degrees and the world of careers. The world of careers and the skills required to navigate this world move really fast. Sadly, the world of education does not move as fast. Now, many careers today didn't exist 10 years ago so much change in our world so pivoting to a role that wasn't what you're trained for is not a bad thing in many cases it can be a good thing because the world has evolved and careers have evolved the world needs more people who have deep expertise in a variety of skills and not just one core area now these people are often referred to as t-shaped professionals who will have greater currency in the career market. I think of degrees like a ticket to the career show, right? It's basically a ticket. It's an admittance only. We still have to figure out what we're good at and what's best for us once we're in that. But the good news is time is on our side. Okay, so our final point here is all around why you don't need to have that five-year career plan. So conversations on career development get me very excited, especially creative planning. So to help another person structure their thoughts from aspirations into a plan to make those a reality is incredibly rewarding in the work that I do. I also find it's equally a cathartic experience for the person seeking advice. And a common misconception that arises in a lot of the conversations I have, even to this day, especially when I speak of those in their 20s, is they need to have a three or five year plan. Now again, I don't know what genius thought this was a good idea, perhaps it was a marketer, I don't know, but it doesn't serve us well in practice. Many of us struggle to know what we want to do in the next six months, let alone trying to figure out what are the next five years gonna be. So this type of timeline is not worth investing in. Instead, what I would encourage you to do is think about your career in mini sprints. In almost always, a career is like a marathon, so they can go on for 50, 60 years or even more. No one can know what the entirety of that journey will look like, and how boring would it be if we did, right? This is why I've always found it useful to break down journeys into what you do know today and what you can see. So don't try and plan more than 6 months ahead, do less if needed. Life moves so fast that what you thought last week might be different next week. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't have structure in place. Guardrails for your career are super useful, and that doesn't mean you need to have a long-term bulletproof plan. So as we already covered, make moves based on what you know today. Recognize your capabilities and identify the areas where you need to make improvements in the short term. You'll find that all those little things that you do can add up to big wins. So don't be afraid to grow slowly. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So folks, those are my kind of debunking some of the myths and lies and misconceptions when you're building a career in your 20s. Hopefully that has been valuable for you. If it has, let me know on LinkedIn and Twitter as always, and you can check out more of my work at stillthesefaults.com. And if you like these insights and the thoughts at stillthesefaults.com, why not sign up to the weekly newsletter where every Tuesday I'll share a big thought and a fresh dose of creative content from around the world to help people on all things personal growth and also career development. I'll talk to you in the next one.